0: First, I have the to... right thing, then you gotta find this, and then it goes to stay, and then whatever you think. That's it. Welcome to The Job Meltdown. I am your host, T. Clow. This is the closest thing you will get to an anti-work podcast. And rest assured, you will be assured about rest. So, welcome again. And this is going to be a pretty strange little subject to cover. So, here's a few disclaimers in the beginning. One... I have my fan running in the background, and I tried to take it out as much as I could, so I'm sorry if there's some globberty look. but it's very hot in here. Secondly, I am not a sleep expert, so I'm going to tell you some things about sleep that seem like facts, but it is up to you to decide and find out what you think is correct. Uh, sleep is different. It's the same for everybody because... Every single human needs sleep. Did you know that humans are the only species that actually delay sleep on purpose? And as jobs go, to kind of tie it in with this podcast, can someone legally be fired for sleeping on the job? That was actually asked on good old Quora again, but it seems that sleep is considered very important, and yet at the same time, it can be punishable at a job when it happens. But what makes a person so tired? Am I going to come in here and tell you that, yes, your job is one of the causes that could make you feel exhausted and irritable and even sleepy during times that your human body probably shouldn't be but you do it anyways because you have to. I'm I'm going to get a little closer on the mic because it's sleepy time right now. And first off with myself, I sleep okay. You know, I don't have any type of disorder and I'm very thankful for that. I I I reach out to those that do have sleeping disorders because I enjoy my sleep. My girlfriend enjoys her sleep. It seems like sleep's important for everybody. But sometimes you don't get sleep. So am I going to come on here and tell you the history of sleep? Well, just a little bit. But I'm going to slip right into your eardrums. And let's take a little journey into the dream zone. Or maybe the nightmare zone. So how am I going to cover sleep regarding work? Are you tired right now? Maybe you're super jittery, you're going off a caffeinated beverage and you're really feeling it and you're trying to get through the long hours ahead of you. So what is it for you? Are you going to sleep well tonight? Are you exhausted when you go to sleep and then when you wake up? Well, I can maybe find a few things on here and maybe not all of it's true. But let's take a look at some phrases that we've both asked ourselves at one point regarding sleep and the workforce. And how sleep affects us in ways that we might not even understand yet. So now I will start with the entire complete history of sleep and every single detail of how people have slept in the past 200 years. Okay, no, I'm not really going to do that, but it would probably make you tired if I did do that. So, what do we know about sleep? Let's take a look. Uh, Sleep is an active state. That's the first thing that pops up on the goddle search website. Deep sleep happens first. Falling asleep can be hard. You cannot make yourself fall asleep. I can't? Just like you can't digest your food faster. Okay, go on. Sleep onset is not something we can control. We can only create the right conditions for sleep. Ah, uh, see that I do enjoy. Both in our minds... And in our environment is what it says on this last little bit. And I like that because not only when you think about sleep and how sleep happens, where are you sleeping at? Is your bed not comfortable or is it one of the best cloud-like levitating experiences for you when you finally end a hard day? Do you need complete silence, blackout darkness in order to get some sleep? Or does your mind start to wander so you need a fan in the background or maybe the TV or even sometimes just voices on a video or other noises in the background help people sleep. So it's different for everybody. Like I said, this website continues on genetics and sleep. So we now believe that many aspects of sleep are genetically controlled. Which, I mean, with that, that means that people can't really help all the time, how they sleep. And that can be dangerous when you're asking people for many days of the week, for many days of the month and year to come to work. Why do we sleep? Scientists don't yet understand exactly why we need sleep so badly. They believe it restores us physically and helps us organize things in our brain. We do know, however, that we can't live well without it. So Sleep Foundation is coming in with the hot takes saying this is critical and part of your biology that sleep is happening. I found another little article, The Science of Sleep, by Oscar Bolton Green. This was summer twenty fifteen. He probably has a beautiful tone that sounds like this. Uh, in the classic fairy tale snow white bites into an apple and slips into the state of a suspended animation turns out there's a reason for the mythology left to investigate why humans spend nearly a third of our lives in slumber he claims another professional chimes in why we need sleep is still one of the greatest unsolved mysteries of science says Therese hammond keck medicine of usc pulmonary critical care physician and director of the usc sleep disorder center no one yet knows the true purpose of nature of the state of sleep. What's interesting about this article, it goes on, more than a third of Americans get less than the needed seven hours of snoozing a day, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I found this pretty interesting as well. There's sleep disorders, and it takes the Center for Disease Control and Prevention to find that out. I just I just found that very interesting, because I'm sure there's other places that research sleep, but It was the disease center that found this out. So I appreciate Oscar's expertise and knowledge, but allow me to just kind of summarize a little bit on what REM sleep is. So what happens to us in those wee hours as we lie unconscious in our beds? Quite a lot, it says. After drifting off, we go through several cycles of what's called non-rapid eye movement, non-REM, followed by the cycles of rapid eye movement, REM sleep. During non-REM sleep, the body repairs and restores itself, builds muscle and bone, heals wounds, bolsters immune defenses. In REM sleep, body temperatures drop and blood thickens. Blood pressure and pulse become erratic. Muscles turn off. The brain, however, buzzes with activity. Oh boy, this is a fun word. call Co- in. Oh man, coloneric neurons. Oh boy. Which help store memories. Fire during REM, says Julie, a professor of clinical pharmacy. REM is when dreams occur, and it may be during this time that the brain tries to interpret and organize information. I really wish I could have that when I was in my conscious state. Not to go crazy on a technology spree, but these neuroscientists are trying to uncover what happens in the brain during sleep. Thanks to leaps in imaging technology and a $9.7 million National Institutes of Health grant, the research team is mapping neurons in the brains of live zebrafish to see how their activity patterns change as the animals sleep or form new memories. I don't know why they chose this animal. I don't know if that one has problems sleeping, needs to turn the TV on to get some sleep in the deep ocean. The brain circulately underlies the complexity of human consciousness, Kay says. So breaking through imaging barriers will be critical to seeing sleep. Research by them has improved our understanding of natural timing system that regulates when we fall asleep and when we wake up. Known as the circadian system or circadian rhythm, this internal clock maintains 24-hour sleep-wake cycles through signals through the brain's hypothalamus. Our circadian system responds to environmental cues, such as darkness and light, using hormones to spur drowsiness or wake us up. So as we can see here, the body also needs certain types of circumstances because it naturally reacts to certain environments. Again, darkness or light, sun and nighttime. After an overseas flight or a graveyard shift, for example, the system usually realigns In a few days. Sometimes life gets in the way of biology, though, and systems go awry. Oh, boy. We wear our lack of sleep like a badge of honor, says Keck Medicine Sleep Specialist Raj Desgupta. It could also be raw. I'm doing that American thing where I'm saying what I'm seeing. And when I looked up Desgupta, it said it was Bangladesh. So I really, really tried on that accent. The article goes on saying, as a nation, we're not just losing sleep time, we're missing the health benefits that sleep brings. Inadequate sleep is linked to nearly a fifth of serious car crashes. And this was back in 2015, so God knows what that number is. It also seems to weaken a person's willpower to eat normal portions and choose healthful food instead of junk, according to research. So, I understand that this is just one of many websites claiming that it knows and understands certain research about sleep, but I'm bringing this one to your attention because all of us have been tired. All of us have to sleep. So, understanding what sleep all entails for us is really critical to understand for when it comes to preparing for a job. Look, we've heard about the jobs where you get to sleep on the job and get paid. I believe it was NPR or some other places that talked about something like NASA, or some other places with mattresses. But the point is, is that we all know that sleep is important and it can actually be unsafe to work tired. But you have to go to work anyways, right? If if your job's demanding that you do so many hours, so many days, and you've made an agreement with them, then you might just think to yourself, well, being tired's normal. Everyone's just tired all the time. And that's just how it is. But according to some of these studies, one, it's really good to get sleep. And two, there's really bad things that can happen if you don't get sleep physically and mentally and even around you. I'm not going to read this whole thing to you, but it does have some good points that I need to highlight. It says for sleep interrupted in its sleep interrupted section. Indeed, about 50 million to 70 million US adults suffer chronic sleep disorders. So this is a widely known disease. Is it protected and and does your employer need to know about this disorder? I'll cover that soon, but look at this real quick. It goes on to say, typically, it should take less than 15 minutes to fall asleep. If it takes longer than a half hour and impairs your function the next day, it's considered insomnia, one of these experts explains. I don't know how to pronounce their name. People with insomnia not only struggle to drift off but also wake up repeatedly. Keeps going on talking about insomnia, but this quote was really good. Uh her name looks like Dophied. It is spelled D O P H E I D E. But this person's quote was One of the first things to go wrong when you're having a psychological or physical problem is your sleep. Insomnia is a marker for poor health. So, again, according to this research, these disorders are not good. They hinder. Your sleep and they hinder your function to continue out the day as a normal human being. Not saying that people with sleep disorders aren't normal, but they don't quite have a normal type of day compared to people who don't have sleeping disorders. But even if you don't have a sleeping disorder, you can totally be tired. I just feel like it is much, much harder for people with known disorders to pretty much enjoy a work day or tolerate a work day versus a person that doesn't have a sleeping disorder. You can give this a read as well, but this also talks about people sleeping with technology, not in the sexy way. I won't judge you though. You know, it it goes on they they had a study in a women's hospital where young adults who read on a tablet for 4 hours, it took them longer to sleep than people who Read something on a printed book. So quit banning books. They're helping us sleep. Some 20 million US adults can blame another problem for their sleeplessness sleep apnea. Every night they snore, they wake up, they gasp for air, and it's intruding on their sleep. Sometimes apnea is mysterious. It's usually caused by like a blockage in your throat because it says that your throat is a muscle so that can contract or Loosen and cause issues. Again, this article keeps going on with good old technology and certain studies on how that can be improved for them. But the last part of this article comes by someone, again, with their last name that is Kazarian. Ultimately, you don't need the latest wearables or phone apps to prioritize sleep. Treat it like you treat exercise and diet. It's important for your health and for getting the most out of your life. So now, you and I are a little more educated on how sleep affects so many people. I told you to wait a sec on if people are protected with these known disorders, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but allow me to do this. We're going to skip to the part where we think about after you wake up. Let's say you've already figured out all the sleeping stuff already, but you're trying to stay awake during your job so first let's look at how the world sleeps and then also takes naps all right seems like everything's going to plan all of the uh rafters are in shape looks like we're gonna get some more of that plywood in to fix up the what? what gabriel Gabriel, what is doing with this stuff I'm just, I'm, I'm out of here. Gabriel, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to take a nap right what? now. What? You can't take a nap. We have a bunch of things to do right now. There's a whole bunch of construction. I mean, we, the boss is going to be here in a moment. that. I'm going to take a siesta. A what? A siesta? Exactly. Well, I mean, I just don't know what you're talking about. We can't even do such a thing like that. I mean, the, this is a critical operation that we're doing. I mean, there's a fast production going. Listen, I'm going to shut my eyes down. Good night, Derby. Uh, Good night. Yeah. Uh, Oh boy. So that was a scenario that I totally just fabricated out of thin air. But if this happened to you and you're able to fall asleep at work, like I just so sludgily edited together, good for you. You actually might've found an awesome job. But for many of you, that doesn't sound like something that would happen at your job, right? Taking a nap. Ah, who could imagine? Taking a nap at work. Well, as you heard, a siesta is in the tradition of the Greeks, but a lot of things popped up for Spain. So I believe it was Spanish culture that really held on to this concept of a nap in the middle of the day. Now, siesta can range between one to three hours. And a few countries still follow this today. Now, does everyone get siesta? Probably not. A lot of things also popped up stating that like 60% of people don't get the nap because of long commute and whatnot. So, does everyone get this nap in the middle of the day? No. But I'm telling you this because Americans can't even imagine the concept of taking a nap during the day. You know, just. That constant hustle grind theory that working as hard as you can gets you the biggest and best result. And that might be true. That might be true. But there's still places that function while taking a nap at work. And as I've been showing you this whole time, sleep is good. So if someone's tired, it, it's pretty hard for them to give all of their concentration to the job. But your job needs that. Many jobs will ask you for skill. And there's going to be training involved. So you're going to have to pay attention to the steps and tasks in front of you. But let's face it. If you're wanting a product or service done. And you notice that the person that's doing it is tired. Would you trust that person to do it? Maybe it's not about trust. But it's more just about that feeling of knowing that it's not going to be the same quality. But at the same time, we can't really box up sleep saying that it's going to be bad because good things and moments have probably happened when people are tired. Do I have any examples? No, but we we all know about good fun times. Maybe it's not productive, but good things can happen from tired people. So it's not always, you know, it's not always a bad thing that you're tired you know the body is an incredible thing too so you're, you're able to fight through some tiredness and that's where a good work-life balance comes in to make sure that you're focused enough to do your job but at the same time if your job is making you tired it's really unsafe for you to do that so just again when you're doing your job and if your job is asking for many hours and it's making you tired think about how they've set this up for you and how they've set this job up for everybody where they're going to be tired and they know about that and yet at the same time are they still you know giving credit for that you're tired or are you getting compensated enough for your sleep because That actually might be one thing that's a little bit bigger than currency is your health, your mind, your well-being. Now, does napping pay your grocery bills or fill your gas tank? No, but I will recommend this. If you find that your lack of sleep is hurting your job experience, you may want to find a professional that can assist you on that. Can you get fired for sleeping on the job? It seems like if you address that if you have one of these sleep disorders, you could be protected under the ADA Act, which is a disabilities act. But it doesn't help you if you make an unsafe work situation happen. Well, do I want everyone to always take a nap on the job? No, but don't heckle anyone who is tired that is working with you. They may have a condition. Finally, if we're trying to fall asleep, some people have issues with that. And then the cycle continues of trying to wake up again. Now, as the future goes, are we improving ourselves for sleep in the future? The answer doesn't look so good. And it kind of has to do with technology again. First off, we can improve our sleeping situation. Look, not everyone had a mattress hundreds of years ago. So we've been able to improve the quality of what we sleep on, when, and even why. But at the same time, technology has evolved to where we have a screen in front of our face a lot of the day. And that actually seems to be to not helping with sleep in the first place and then keeping us awake at night. So if we really need sleep... To have good workers and good work quality, we really need to watch ourselves in our sleeping habits at the same time. all right. so what have we figured out today? You probably need to go get some rest. If you've worked long, hard hours, and you are tired, and you feel like you don't get compensated well for it, we might need to start talking to each other about how rest is beneficial. And there are places that have a tradition of getting rest midday. And don't fire someone who has fallen asleep. If they cause an accident, I understand that. But also, were they exhausted before this incident occurred? Getting a good night's rest really is the difference between thinking, alright, I'm ready to engage with the day. And then not getting sleep leads to, Oh, no, not again. Goodness, help me. I just need to lie down for five more minutes. Okay, it looks like I've ran out of Z's on this one. I need to go catch some more. Thank you so much for listening to the job meltdown. I'm your speaker, T. Clow. Coma Media, Deep Ambient is the intro and outro of this show. I have appeared on Google Podcasts, so share the pod, download it, like it, all of that. I'll bite the apple soon, but I'm on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast Addict. I'll see you next time, and as always, don't work too hard up there.